Welcome to this episode of the For the Kingdom, Not the Brand podcast. And in this episode, I want to speak about the concept of racial reconciliation in a biblical manner. And this has been an episode that I've been cautious to write about for the past few weeks because it seems as though there is so much polarization um, in the political and overall social sphere when it comes to this hot button issue. And I think there are, and I think there are, were and still are much more intelligent and eloquent men in the faith like Vodi Bakum who are able to speak on this issue comprehensively. Um, although I think that this is a necessary episode that I have to make since I want this podcast to be an equipping resource for everyone um, in any walk, in any stage of their walk with Christ. Um, and and also back to the men who are able to speak on the topic of racial reconciliation, there are plenty of them. There are men like Dr. Bauckham, Dr. Josh Bice, and also Dr. John MacArthur, Dr. Tom, um, I think it's Dr. Tom Askell, I think that's his last name, and, and various others who have highlighted the major fault lines in Christianity when it comes to how critical race theory and intersectionality have infiltrated the church and how some individuals have tried to mix these concepts with the gospel, even though the very core of critical race theory and, intersectional, inter, and intersectionality come from anti-God concepts like uh, Marxism and just a general idolatry through identity politics. Frankly, um, as I've alluded to um, a handful of seconds ago, I want to use this episode as a means to equip and inform as best as I can. Um, and as per usual, um, I'll share various resources in terms of understanding biblical justice and its true nature and, and other various concepts within this subject that I'm going to present today. Most of my talking points are coming from a sermon that I listened to uh, one day from Dr. Vody Bauckham as he was expositing the latter half of Ephesians 2. And I will say for the past year, I've been, I think the best term to say is trying to find the biblical worldview in a world where we are enamored by the concept of social justice, especially ever since the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'll read out the verses that he was covering from Ephesians 2. And I believe it starts in verse 10. For, e for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. So then, remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcised by those called the circumcised, which is done in the flesh by human hands. At that time, you were without Christ, excluded from the citizenship of Israel and foreigners to the covenants of promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace, who made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. And as I stated previously, going forward, much of what I will speak on for this episode in regards to racial reconciliation comes from Dr. Bauckham's sermon in this passage. And I will say that before I go forward, I do want to preface with this. What happened to Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd was wrong. It was murder against another image bearer of God. It was injustice because they were not able to face due process in court for anything. And, these, and yet, these events revealed something more in society, and especially within the body of Christ. 
There is a major issue when it comes to placing our identity in our ethnic group and melanin content rather than placing our identity in Christ. This does not mean that our cultural backgrounds don't matter wherever you're from. I love many aspects of Vietnamese culture, and for those who don't know, I'm Vietnamese. And I, 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 I really love the food aspect of Vietnamese culture. But ultimately, I am a follower of Christ who just so happens to be Vietnamese. I refuse to classify myself as a quote-unquote Vietnamese Christian in the sense that my identity as a Vietnamese person comes first. The greatest treasure that I have is that Christ is mine and I am his. And yet an identity rooted in our racial or ethnic background seems to be a major problem in this idea of racial reconciliation within the church. Rather than recognizing that certain individuals are responsible for racism, there is a tendency in Christianity now that we are viewing broad groups in general as the problem while the rest are innocent. And this is based off of critical race theory. We see that in how it is applied. In critical race theory, white people and white privilege are the root of the racial issue stemming society, and, and they're the ones who, who, who are meant to be the ones to quote-unquote repent of their whiteness and be the saviors of the oppressed or marginalized, which is essentially everyone else who happens to not fit into the non-white spectrum of melanin content. And we see how this overall concept of critical race theory may play out. White people are, are meant to quote unquote, serve the oppressed and elevate the quote unquote, those who are marginalized. And while there may be some intentions there where we, yes, we are meant to serve but ultimately, these come from a Marxist worldview where there are essentially two groups, the oppressed or the oppressors. And as a result, we aren't seeing these people from a biblical worldview. We are seeing these people from a worldly worldview in the sense that certain groups are filled up with pride and others are viewed as inferior. Another issue in a lot of churches is that we also see the worship and elevation of figures who have or had questionable theology at best or who aren't even Christian, uh, Christians to, to begin with and their concepts are filling the pulpits and are, or, and or are feeding the hearts of many. And also Dr. Bauckham noted that there is an, also an issue of depending on uh, sociology or psychology texts to understand concepts in scripture when it should be scripture that gives us discernment over these kinds of texts. I will add, just like Dr. Bauckham before going forward, that supplemental ministry resources can be helpful to edify one's understanding of scripture, but we have to understand that scripture alone is sufficient and inerrant. Everything else, as I said, is just supplemental and it is fallible. Scripture is pure, it is sufficient, and it is inerrant, and I will stand by that to its entirety as I go forward. And that helps me move on to the next phase of this episode. Scripture alone is sufficient to address any issue in the church and society as we go forward in our walk with Christ. And one of the most pivotal points uh, Vodi made in his sermon was that the blood of Christ is sufficient as well. And what does he mean by that? Because of Christ's atonement on the cross, we are one. It is not our hobbies that unite us and allow us to have fellowship. It is the fact that we have been washed by the blood of Christ. We are saved 
justified and sanctified because of him alone. Jesus Christ is the reason why I, some random Vietnamese American dude from the South, can have amazing fellowship with a bunch of crazy Northerners in Madison, Wisconsin. And I don't fit into the narrative of critical race theory and intersectionality. According to the concept of CRT, I'm whitewashed and colonized. Even though I have faced being the odd person out in a private Christian school in the private in a private Christian school, I choose to hang out with those outside of my ethnic and racial group. You know, even though I've faced mockery because of what I found um, interesting in Asian culture in those kinds of settings, why do I still choose to have fellowship outside of the Asian quote unquote community? It is because the blood of Christ that has washed me and fellow believers clean. I guess in a sense we are kind of whitewashed. We, we are white as snow in God's sight, and he has sovereignly taken over our heart, mind, and soul. He has given us the keys to Zion City, and he will safely deliver his chosen to the golden shore. My brothers and sisters in Christ who, are, who happen to be Caucasian don't ever need or should repent of their quote-unquote whiteness. Why? It is because the blood of Christ has washed us clean. That's the reason why I'm able to have fellowship with them. That's the reason why they are so close to me and to my heart. That's the reason why... That is the reason why so many of my brothers and sisters in Christ, my pastors, so many of my fellow believers are closer to me than a lot of my blood relatives. And that is the beauty of the concept of biblical uh racial reconciliation ultimately it is god that provides the reconciliation our debt is paid and the victory is won because of him and the gospel is everything that we need to reconcile and have fellowship with one another and if you're going to take anything away uh, from this episode uh, remember that the core problem in this world is sin People need to be reconciled to a holy God through the gospel, and he is our peace. He reconciled us as one, as part of his holy priesthood and as his people. There is one truth, one gospel, one God in three persons, and one church. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.